Welcome to today's broadcast of Front Porch Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. Thanks for tuning in. And today I'm joined by Pastor Roger Dove, who's a pastor at our church at Harrisonburg First Church of the Nazarene. And uh, I'm also joined by Harry Allen. How are you guys doing today? Just fine. Great, Grayson. And uh, Harry Allen is here to uh, share his testimony today. Harry, just start off telling us a little bit about where you're from and about how you grew up. I'm originally from Grados, and when I became five, we moved out in the country at Mount Crawford, and uh, I worked with an old farmer. He come up there and just wanted somebody to walk with him around digging thistles. I was just four then, four or five, and I worked with the old fellow uh, on the farm to I went and to work at Reynolds. Harry, tell the folks how old you are now. Uh, well, really, I'm like some women, but I'll tell you, I'm 67. <laughs> Take your word for it, Mr. Harry. And uh, what are your earliest memories that you can recall of either church or a sense in God's presence in your life? Well, as long as I can never remember, I came from a religious family, and we were always going to church. I've gone to... Uh, so many churches when I was very young, and it's always been instilled in me that uh, there is, uh, we have our Lord, we have God, and uh, everything was created by Him. And it's just hard to believe some of the beautiful things that He has created, God has created with His hands. Right. Mr. Harry, uh, thank you for sharing that with us. And uh, Pastor Roger, if you'd like to share about how you and Harry first met each other. Well, our journey started about 13 years ago, and uh, God works in mysterious ways. And uh, Harry's brother, Chris, uh, was an acquaintance of mine. Uh, I met uh, Chris through a pastor friend, Pat, many years ago, and uh Chris developed cancer, and I was journeying with Chris and was invited into that situation. He happened to live next door to uh, a lady who worked on staff here as a counselor, Liz. And she told me about her neighbor who had cancer, and I asked her his name, and she told me, Chris Allen. And uh, that's just the way God works is that I knew Chris and had no idea it was Liz's neighbor. And so we journeyed with Chris, and uh, he fought valiantly and... Uh, the Lord took him deeper during those days, and uh, he came to a point where he prayed to invite Christ into his heart, and I was honored to conduct his funeral. It was Christmas uh, 13 years ago, and I can remember we conducted the funeral here at the church, and the platform was already decorated with Christmas decorations, with the greenery and the reds, and it was really just a easy foundation of uh, the message of hope uh, in the midst of loss of uh, a loved one. And following that, um, uh, Harry and Juanita, his precious wife, started attending uh, First Church of the Nazarene, and uh, we developed a relationship, and I would just uh, journey with Harry and um, uh, Juanita as well. And uh, Harry was still working at RMH at that time. Yeah. But Harry then himself started developing significant health issues, and uh, I'm sure he's going to get into that because he's an overcomer. 
And, uh, but during those uh, challenges, uh, he prayed to invite Jesus into his heart uh, one day, and uh, our relationship grew deeper and deeper, and we both have a love for the outdoors. Uh, we've never hunted together, uh, but we like to uh, talk about hunting stories. But um, the journey continues, and Harry truly is an overcomer. And I'll tell you something that he told me one time when he was in the hospital about a, a vision that he had. And I'll probably share that later in the program, if that's okay, Grayson. But um, Harry, this is what I'll say about Harry. He can relate to the uh, wage worker or to the heart doctor. (laughs) And you may find him fishing with someone that uh, he uh, worked with that maybe is a buildings and grounds worker. And you may find him fishing with the uh, heart surgeon that did his heart surgery, which has occurred. So uh, he has this personality that crosses all social classes and makes everyone feel comfortable. Well, uh, thank you for sharing that with us, Pastor Roger. And uh, Harry, anything uh, you would like to share that you remember from when you first met Pastor Roger and uh, anything you remember about that and maybe some other stories that you want to tell? Yeah, I remembered... Uh... Roger knew my brother so well, and my brother thought the world of Roger. And then Roger and I became real good friends. Matter of fact, he even gave me a little Patriot soldier after I had some of my surgery done, and I was his little soldier and just keep strong and keep going. And I remembered when I was in the hospital that I really didn't know the Lord down deep. And Roger got to talking with me, and that's uh, when I, I gave myself to the Lord of self. Praise God. Through Roger and Through the Lord. Lord's blood. Lord. <laughs> well, uh, what a great story, Mr. Harry, and what a great friendship it sounds like. And uh, before I get too far, Pastor Roger mentioned that you were married to a Juanita, and so I just ask. Uh, how did you guys meet, or how did that come about? Well, Juanita and I have known uh, each other back in our teens, and uh, then we kind of got away from each other, and uh, I met Juanita many years later in the uh, elevator at RMH. My girl had been in a car wreck, and when I opened it up, there was Juanita, and uh, from then on, that was it. Juanita's been my number one. She's been my wife, my love, my physician. She's been everything to me. And nothing comes before her and her eyes. She's got to take care of me. And it's been the greatest gift that God could ever give me. Well, uh, thank you for that, Mr. Harry. And uh Yeah, certainly God blesses us all, and uh, we shouldn't take those blessings for granted. Well, Mr. Harry, I remember uh, at the time of this recording, a couple weeks earlier, Pastor Jim approached me, and he said, Harry Allen wants you to give him a call, said he wants to share his testimony. So uh, I know you've been through a lot in your life, uh, so what is it you would like to share with us about your testimony today? Yeah, Grayson, I'd like to say back until 10 years ago, I had blockage over the Widowmaker. I had surgery done, 
and through the surgery, they uh, lost me twice, and they brought me back. And it was uh, it was a very trying time for not just me but Juanita. And uh, I had so much fluid. I'd gather so much fluid, and my kidneys quit functioning. So they had to give me dialysis while I was in the hospital. I was in the hospital for three months, a total. But uh, the Lord has really seen me through this trying time because through all this that's been going on, I don't remember nothing. But I do just remember the word that my mom told me before I went into surgery, fight. That's the only word I can remember. And during that time, I coded the second time. And that's when it was really, it got serious. They had me in there up in CCU. They moved me from second floor to CCU. Juanita couldn't understand why. And she said, the doctor feels better for you being up there close to where they can get to me immediately. And uh, they could do dialysis that morning when they went to lay me back. That's when I coded again. And she said, I got to go up, go upstairs because and see what's going on because Harry would be scared. And it was me. Well, they tried everything. The surgeon had operated. Uh, he just performed surgery on me right in the bed I was laying in because I couldn't wait. And then they took me later down for surgery. But from Juanita's perspective, Juanita told me that they had induced me almost like into a coma for three days. And uh, she was walking up with the primary assistant that helped in surgery and says, now I want you to go in and hold Harry's hand and talk to him. And she said every time that she would talk to me and she'd answer me a question, I would squeeze her hand. And she said she could remember also after all that that she was going in one day with a friend and said, well, Harry's laying not in the bed, but he's laying in a giant set of hands. And my friend said, no, he's in the bed. And she said, no, he's not. She said, he's laying in a giant set of hands. And she said, that was her sign to know that the Lord was looking after me. And uh, they kept telling her when I came back that chances are I would have a lot of brain damage, that I, I wouldn't be the same Harry Allen. And she said, no, I know when he comes back, he's going to be the same. The Lord's looking after him. He will be the same. And they said, well, we keep telling you he's been through so much that his body just can't take it. And says, we're going to tell you there's going to be damage. He's going to have brain damage. And she said she looked down the hall and she saw Roger come, Roger Dove coming up the aisle and Roger prayed with her, and then she said after Roger turned and left, she said it was just like a giant weight had lifted over her because she knew I was going to be fine. In two days, they woke me up, and the first thing I asked them is, I wanted a cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the Lord has really blessed Juanita and I. 
Harry, I tell Pastor Jim all the time for a shepherding pastor, uh, we don't need to have a to-do list. We just need to be where the Holy Spirit wants our feet to be at that moment. So the timing of my visit, I didn't even remember that, uh, is the Lord. And it's God's way of showing that he knows uh, and letting folks know uh, that he knows where they are. And uh, so I didn't even remember that story. And it's about the Lord and his Holy Spirit leading and directing our schedule each day and uh, just being sensitive to that. So the glory goes to the Lord and the Holy Spirit's leading. Thanks for sharing that, Harry. Yes, sir, Roger. Every, everything goes to the Lord. But uh, that wasn't the only. He's brought me through a lot of miracles, especially at the hospital. They said he's not going to make it through this. He ain't going to make it through that. But I come through it all, and when I come through it all, and uh, I got out and I started getting stronger and everything, but uh, I remember when I first went to my physician, he told me, Harry, your kidneys are shot. He said the damage that it has done through the surgery and all the medication, he says your kidneys are completely gone. They will not be back. I come down in tears, and I told him, I said, with the Lord's help, and my stubbornness, my kidneys will come back. I got a call from the DeVita, the kidney place here in Harrisonburg. And uh, they said, Mr. Allen, you don't have to come in for uh, your treatment today. I said, okay. I said, when do I come? They said, Mr. Allen, you don't understand. Your kidneys are working. And they said, we don't know how, but your kidneys are working. And I said, I need to talk to my physician. said, he wants to talk to you in two days. He came through the door. He put his hands on his hips, looked at me and grinned. He said, I'm going to tell you, you are a work of a miracle. There is no ways physically, I'm telling you, as your physician, or, uh, he's the best in Harrisonburg. They should not be working. And they can't be working, but they are working. And I kept my kidneys for almost eight and a half years. They worked. But the Lord has sent me with another vision, and I keep seeing it, and over and over, it's the very same thing. The Lord is telling me that he is going to bring back my kidneys one more time. I don't know how long. But they will come back one more time, and I do believe that. I do believe it. And, Harry, you're on dialysis how many days a week now? Uh, five days a week I'm on dialysis, home dialysis. And uh, you also have diabetes, I believe. Yeah, I'm diabetic. And yeah, what? Lost, I lost a leg through uh, diabetes. And uh, the funny thing about that is when I finally... And they got me ready to go for uh, rehab. They finally got me in up there at Augusta Medical. And I asked the one fellow there that was going to be my technician, I said, how long am I going to be here? He said, with a leg like yours, six to seven weeks. I said, I'm not going to be here that long. I said, I'm going to be here a week. I done told my mom. He said, well, I'm sorry, but that will never happen. In four days, they told me to get a hold of Juanita to be there the following morning that they wanted to have a family gathering. We got there, 
They said he done completed everything we could ask him to do. He has no reason to be here and told me I can go home today. And the funny part is I told him I can't go home today. They said, why? I said, because I got friends that's coming to put in a ramp for me on Thursday and Friday, which would make seven days. So I went home in seven days. Grayson, I'd like to add, and Harry probably won't mention it, but uh, his challenges have taken him to so many different uh, physicians and departments like the dialysis lab and and the heart surgeons and then the folks who do the uh, prosthetic uh, limbs. Uh, And he just, um, his influence, his positive attitude and his love for the Lord, uh, I've just watched it influence folks and it leads to new relationships, and um, he is a safe place for people to come in, befriend him, and then they see the gospel lived through his life. And uh, that's just what's amazing to me, and he would probably not mention that. Well, uh, thank you for sharing that, Pastor Roger. And also, as I was listening to you talk, Mr. Harry, you were talking about you know how the Lord had promised you about your kidneys. Well, I know that we can trust all of God's promises. They're all true. And also, it sounds like uh, you're quite a miracle with all that you've been through and come through and defied all the odds, how you said doctors said, oh, you're not going to beat this or different stuff, and that you have. That's just proof that there's a higher power and that the Lord is watching over you. And I uh, enjoyed hearing the story about the hands, how you were in the hands of God, not just in a bed. Yeah, and how uh, Pastor Roger prayed with Juanita. Just a a great friendship that you guys have that the Lord has brought the two of you together. So uh, anything else uh, either of you would like to share about your friendship or about the journey that God has, how he has brought you guys together and the meaning of y'all's friendship? Well, I can say Roz is a very true friend. And anytime I need him, all I have to do is just give him a call. And uh, he'll get there. He'll get there one way or another. Roz visited me a lot in the hospital, and he just does not realize how much that meant to me that he would come so much to spend time with me. And uh, the thing is that uh, him and my brother was close. Now, my brother has passed, and Rog and I are very, very close. Yes, very close. Grace and I, uh, right after Chris passed away, Harry and I were talking, and um, Harry mentioned that he was glad that I was in Chris's life. And uh, what I told Harry was all I did was tell Chris about my best friend, Jesus Christ. And that's been true in our journey with Harry. And he is uh, truly a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And um, I just know that um, some things uh, minister to Harry, maybe that wouldn't to others. And he mentioned that little patriotic soldier. I had a little plastic minute man. And uh, sadly, our world is full of men who are men of the minute and they're letting their watch or their cell phone clock uh, drive their lives, and they're always running. Uh, but um, I reminded him that day, instead of being men of the minute, we needed to be minute men. Uh, 
ready uh, to uh, share the love of Christ uh, whenever the opportunity comes up. And so he was at the dialysis lab. That was at the old hospital. It's hard to believe it was that long ago. And at that time, you could go in and pray with patients who were having dialysis. And I took that into him and left it. And uh, I think he still has that at home. But uh, it's just a reminder for all men uh, to be like Harry. We're, we're not being run by the clock, but we're minute men instead of men of the minute and being willing to uh, share the love of Christ. One other story I wanted to share about Harry is after one of those episodes where he had been out for many days, he shared with me a, a vision that he had or a dream or whatever it was, but it was real uh, in his mind, in his heart. And he said, Roger, I dreamed that I was in a football stadium and I was the speaker and the stands were full of people and I was giving my testimony. And... um I just want to remind Harry today that uh, he may never be in the stands at JMU giving his testimony, but today, Harry, uh, you are in the stadium giving your testimony, and the stands are full of the people who are listening to this broadcast. Thank you, Raj. I appreciate it. Well, Mr. Harry, uh, Pastor Roger was talking about how you wanted to share your testimony, and you had this vision of sharing your testimony and you've talked a lot about your health challenges and your uh, going to dialysis. So just any encouragement you would have for somebody, whether they're going through dialysis or it might be another physical challenge or long physical battle that they've had, any encouragement or anything you'd like to share today that would give somebody hope if they're in a similar situation as your own? Uh, yes, I would. Uh, always Remember that if you, like me being diabetic and I have to do dialysis, I know it's hard to go and do it, but you have to do it because dialysis is what's going to keep you alive, you know. And uh, I just say just uh, keep praying, have trust and faith in the Lord, and keep fighting. I mean, fight. Yeah, this is something you got to accomplish yourself, and no one else can do it for you. And as anybody that uh, has lost a limb or anything, it's with me, it was my leg, my right leg. But people have told me I can't do things because I have a prosthetic leg. I can do what I want to do. They say that I can't, but the Lord has given me the strength and the power, I just find a different way to do it. And don't say no. You just keep on, yes, I can. Just fight, fight, and keep the Lord on your side. Always keep him in your heart and always remember what he can do because uh, he is something that really the world needs a whole lot of now. We don't have enough of it. But uh, keep your trust in the Lord. Amen, Brother Harry. And as you were talking, I was thinking about the Scripture verse, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So you're talking about not giving up. And, uh, you know, you can do it. And certainly not on our own strength, but on the Lord's mm -hmm. strength. We can do whatever it is that He wills for us to do or desires for us to do through His strength. So thank you for that encouragement. 
Mr. Harry, uh, we appreciate you joining us on Front Porch Talks today and sharing your testimony. And any uh, last words that you would have uh, for those listening today? Uh, Yes, I would, Grayson. I would just like for people to keep the Lord in their heart and don't wander away. Keep on the straight path. And uh, because there's nothing impossible. I've done seen this. I've been through it. Too many doctors said I shouldn't be here. They said I should have passed away four different times, but I'm still here. And they said the Lord is keeping you here for a reason. My reason is right now putting out the word of the Lord to uh, help uh, each and every person and bring it among yourselves to bring other people in to the Lord because there's nothing impossible that cannot be done. Amen. Thank you, Grayson. Pastor Roger, would you like to close us in prayer? Dear Lord, we uh, come to you thanking first of those who may be listening to this testimony where uh, their loved ones had uh, similar health issues, but the journey was not as uh, successful. And they could maybe even be discouraged by this message today and say, Lord, uh, why did you work in Harry's life but not in my loved one's life? So I just pray that uh, you will remind them that you know where we all are and that you will just embrace them and uh, to know that you love them. Uh, Lord, your ways are not our ways, and uh, our lives are to be available for your use uh, to lift up your kingdom as however you see fit. And you use us differently. Uh, Lord, uh, my wife has Parkinson's, uh, and she still has Parkinson's after five years. Uh, So, Lord, um, people could become bitter that may be listening to this message. I pray that doesn't happen. I pray that they will see a God that works in many different ways, healing and not healing. Lord, I lift up the caregivers, of those folks who are taking care of people that are in hard journeys. Lord, uh, caregiving is a great calling. Uh, It's so important that it was one of the last things on your heart as you hung on the cross. And you looked at John and said, Behold, John, your mother. And you were saying, John, take care of my earthly mother. Caregiving is important, and uh, give strength to the caregivers that are listening to this message today. I pray for uh, the men that are listening to this message. Uh, Lord, uh, they're probably either uh, men of the minute where they're letting life run them and the clock run them and they're missing relationships, or they're minute men attuned to the fact that uh, this is time that is a gift. It is a gift. What is this season for? And help them to become Minuteman, always ready uh, to be used by you for your glory, to lift up your kingdom in a kind word or a word of testimony or a kind act. Lord, uh, we thank you for Harry's uh, life. The reality is we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the death of his brother. I believe that. Uh, So, Lord, even out of uh, ashes, you bring beauty. And this is a day of beauty. And uh, we pray that you continue to use Harry as long as you see fit because we know that he will be a mouthpiece for you and that he has this unique ability to build relationships with anyone he meets. And so, Lord, uh, I pray for your richest will for Harry and Juanita. I don't pray for your richest blessings. 
for your richest will will always be your richest blessings. And so, Lord, uh, we thank you for your breath that you give Harry and Roger today. It's on loan to us. It's not ours. We don't control anything, and we're desperate for you. And if we uh, think uh, today that we do control things, we can just try holding our breath and see how long that lasts. Lord, it's exactly where you want us to know that we don't control anything and that we're desperate for you. And, uh, Lord, there's great joy and peace in that. I thank you for Grayson. He referenced Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And many people may not know that's his life verse. And so we thank you for the life of Grayson Willis, much like the life of Harry Allen, one who lifts up the kingdom through perseverance. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you both, Mr. Harry and Pastor Roger, for joining me today on Front Porch Talks. I've enjoyed having both of you. Uh, Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Front Porch Talks. We pray that Harry Allen's testimony has been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Front Porch Talks is sponsored by Harrisonburg First Church of the Nazarene in partnership with Sunshine Ministries.